Live from Miami, Florida, thefoodie.com presents WTF, Where's the Food? With your host, Nick. Hi, what's going on? Nick here, and this is episode number nine, WTF, Where's the Food? Thank you again for listening, subscribing, and downloading. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at the foodie, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E. And of course, you can follow me personally, Nick, at Nick on the Radio. This is episode number nine, WTF Words of Food. Uh, we got a big show that I'll get to in just a second. Uh, but of course, we got great things for you to check out on the website, thefoodie.com. T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E.com. And each and every week, when the episode comes out, we post the episode up there for you to listen to and get all the information from the episode like this episode number nine, it's up there right now, thefoodie.com. You can get everything you wanted to know that we talk about, food news, links to buy tickets to events. You want to see what these people look like? We got pictures, all that good stuff, videos, thefoodie.com for your episode recap each and every week. Now, episode number nine of WTF Wars of Food, we got a big show. Mike Salmanov. You might know him from Federal Donuts and Dizengoff in Wynwood. He also has restaurants in Philly, New York. I mean, great, great stuff. We're going to talk to him how he got his start, um, his connection to Miami, why he decided to to expand to Miami in the first place, you know, because he was just filling New York, um, how he came up with the whole Federal Donuts concept. The trick he taught me, when you go to Federal Donuts in Wynwood, Dizengoff is right next door in Miami. The trick to eating both kind of at the same time. We'll talk about that, and, and I can't wait to go and, and actually do this. And we're going to touch a little bit on his new cookbook and if he always wanted to become a chef. We also got some food news on Pepsi. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Starbucks. Milk Bar, huge news on Milk Bar. Halo Top Ice Cream, and of course, some huge news. You might have heard already, but for those that haven't, we're going to talk about it on the Museum of Ice Cream. They have a new location. We'll talk about that. Plus, we got Food Porn of the Week, and this week it comes to us from Hungry Hugh. And uh, something new for this week, we're doing Cocktail of the Week. And this week, it comes over uh, from our good friends over at Spirited Miami. So, great episode. I can't wait to uh, get along this journey of episode number nine with you guys. So, what do you say? Let's uh, jump in the car and uh, let's take this journey into episode number nine with my conversation with Mike Salmanov. Mike, thanks so much for coming on the show. How you doing? I'm good, bro. How you doing? So, uh, people, you're new kind of to the Miami area in a sense with your restaurants. Yeah. Um, and people might not know exactly who you are. Yes. But they should know. I I mean, I hope so. So so tell tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. So I was born uh in Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And okay. I uh, moved back to Israel when I was like in high school and then kind of back and forth, you know. Um, I ended up here between West Palm Beach and I went oh. to culinary school. That's awesome. Um, on 45th Street. Remember and, the name uh, of the school? Yeah, it was, a, it was at the time Florida Culinary Institute. I think now it's like a cordon bleu, I think. Um, okay. And uh, yeah, so I like was here like in the late 90s. Basically. That's awesome. Yeah, so, so you kind of know the area in a sense. I do know sort the of, area, but I mean, South Florida is a very different place. It is. It's a different beast. Or two. It totally is. And I mean, I remember at the time there were two restaurants. There were three. There was like the Biltmore, mm-hmm. right, or um, Pascal's maybe, and then um, Norman's, which Norman's, was like really mm-hmm. big, which I staged at for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And then there was um, uh, a restaurant called Maya, which was uh, 
owned or operated by this guy, Guillermo Torres, who was Charlie Trotter's like sous chef. And that I ate there. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. I think the restaurant lasted like six or seven months. Or something That's it? Like that. Yeah. So there wasn't a lot going on. And now, not just Miami, but all of South Florida, I feel like is having this like wave of like culture and, and mm-hmm. it's awesome. And it's and awesome. It's not just like a, a place for snowbirds at all. And I never really understood. So I never, I like, I wanted to get out of South Florida, um, but I lived, I lived in Lake Worth and it was a 10 minute walk to the beach okay. from where I lived. And, yeah. I just, and it was like amazing. You can't beat went, that. No, dude, but I went to the beach three times in three years, you know, it's I never, ever went to the beach. <laughs> And I worked a bunch, and I didn't really appreciate it. And now, as an adult, I'm like, you just want to come. I love. I know it's like a vacation. Down but here. it's crazy. I I'm born and raised here, like I told you, and I can count on one hand how many times I've been to the beach per year. I know it's crazy. It's just it like make any a, sense. yeah. I just I, now I'd be there all the time. I mean, I really I think I would. <laughs> you think you would? I think I would. I mean, it's it's like it's a magical thing. I mean, it really is. Not only is Florida an underrated state in general, mm-hmm. but South Florida is is a beautiful region of yeah. the world. I think it's really awesome. I think the climate is like dope. I think it's like tropical here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's really beautiful. And I think that, um, I don't know, it's like for us, it was a two-hour flight to get here from Philadelphia. Dude, yeah, it might as nothing. well be an international vacation, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, it's not exactly. There's America nothing. Here, I, I, there's nothing like it. Like people don't understand. People that are not from here. You kind of don't get it. Like you guys have. You're just the beach and you know South Beach, and I'm like, there's so much more to this. No, there's so much, and even from like a sort of environmental perspective, I feel like the Everglades are like beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think it's underrated. So, I feel like not totally people. underrated, yeah. and it's like magical there, and even the. I remember when I was in culinary school, we drove for a Halloween. We went to Fantasy Fest in okay. QS, mm-hmm. you know? Just passed, by the way. It was, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, About exactly. a week or two ago, I believe. Exactly. Yeah. And I remember the drive from Miami, like the sun was sort of setting, mm-hmm. and uh, we were like getting on that, whatever, is that US-1? What's that road? To get to the Keys? Yeah. Yeah, US-1. So that's it, right? That's and it's it. like you're on this little Well, there's another road. one, I think it's called Card Sound, I'm not, I'm not sure, is but it? the main one is US-1. I mean, it was, like, beautiful, dude, sunsetting mm-hmm. and driving into, like, the, uh, you know, driving, like, as far south as you could possibly mm-hmm. go in America. It was just really, really cool. So so you kind of have a connection to Miami in a sense. So why why the decision to open up Federal Donuts and, and the Disney? And Disney well, my, also, my my partner, Steve, his, uh, his, he grew up here. Like, oh, he okay. was born and raised in, in, like, Aventura. Oh, okay, cool. You know? So, so like, you have an connect- uh, even better connection. We do. And... I don't know, man. I mean, I think it's, I don't think our customers are totally, are, are, I think our customers are very similar. Mm-hmm. I think like the Philadelphia customer loves Miami, obviously. And I think that every kind of person loves Federal Donuts. And I mean, I'm I hoping do. to, with Dizengoff too, you know, I mean, hummus is obviously a very popular thing in like the American dining scene right now. And that's sort of our specialty. So we think it makes a lot of sense. We wanted to dip our toes in the water of like going to a different market. And mm-hmm. we have a decent up in New York. But I think the most logical step for us was opening here in Miami. Yeah, I mean, psh, ain't no hummus like there is. <laughs> and there is there. Um, how did you come up with uh, Federal Donuts, like mixing the, the, the donut and the fried chicken? So we, so it, it actually came at a time where uh, Steve and I had opened two restaurants. We had opened this restaurant called Percy Street Barbecue, which we've since sold. Since sold. 
and we had Zahav, mm-hmm. and and there were two pretty big restaurants, and it was right after it was like 2009 or 2010, and it was like the economy was a little bit slow, and we wanted to do more things, but we didn't want to open any more huge restaurants. It was terrifying, you know, because mm-hmm. there's nothing worse than like a slow, big ass mm-hmm. restaurant with like a huge rent expense. So we um, so we. We're hanging out with our friends that own a coffee shop called Bodie in Philly, and they were the first ones to bring like Stumptown coffee okay. to to Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and they wanted to open a donut shop, um, and asked us to help us out with that or help them out with that. And we were like, we don't know that much about donuts. It just so happened that at the time I was eating a lot of Korean fried chicken, and we were like, donuts, chicken, coffee, it works. You know, it kind of <laughs> works. We took on a fifth partner as well. We all put in like a bit of money into a pot, basically, and it was like. You know, my, Steve describes it as like the amount of money that you would be okay losing. Kind <laughs> okay. Of. And we opened this um, little like 600 square foot donut shop in South Philadelphia on Federal Street um, in South Philly. And it like on day two, we were like, we're on to something, you know. Day one, we sold out everything very quickly. Day two, we probably sent, we probably had like five more minutes of being open uh-huh. and selling of like commerce, you know. And and then we were like, oh, we should we're definitely in, onto something here. We should continue with this. Um, and it's worked out. You know, we've I got... mean, it's, it's amazing. When I'm in the area, which I try to be as often as I can, yeah. I got to stop and take home. Always. Thank you very much. Always. Man. Yeah, we're happy with it. Um, and we think that uh, it's not like, it's sort of like for the, the everyday, you know, it's like not right. a it's super a... fancy donut mm-hmm. shop. We're not like a pastry shop where yeah. we make very good donuts in the style of like the Ocean City Boardwalk donuts. Yeah. You know, the hot, fresh, mm-hmm. hot, fresh donuts. We also have the fancies, which are... Not even that fancy, but like a little bit more composed. I love the guava poppy. Guava poppy is dope. That's from Miami, bro. I mean, that's my favorite. <laughs> Dale way, you know? It's, <laughs> so we, uh, you know, but and like the chicken sandwich too. It's like a normal, I don't know. It's not like super fancy. It's just mm-hmm. like done very well. Yeah, you know? it's great. And the fried chicken. And amazing. then you can pop next door and you could do the old like uh, buy the fried chicken from Federal and then dip it in the hummus. It's so people enough. do this. Dude, have you done it yet? No, I haven't. Bro, you get the Zatar chicken. And you dip, I love that chicken. Dip it in the hummus. It's it's magic, man. Yeah. Or you take like the leftover chicken, like cold. You know, cold there's fried. Never, there's cold, never leftover. Well, dude, cold fried chicken is like special, right? So yeah. cold fried chicken is one of my favorite things ever. And cold fried chicken in pita with hummus, amazing. So now that's a little pro tip. For so you, I right? would go and take some to go. Yeah, I got yeah. it. I got Eat it. one, like crush one for the headpiece <laughs> when you're there, and then take one to go. Now you you have a new cookbook out, right? The Federal Donut Cookbook. Mm-hmm. So, are you going to give some recipes on this cookbook? Oh yeah, yeah. All the recipes are in the cookbook. Work we've adapted them for the home cook. Okay, there's 25 recipes, and they're they're awesome. They work well. Now, did you always know that you wanted to become a chef? Not really. I mean, I grew up. I was like, I wanted to be an actor when I was a kid, <laughs> and then photography, and then. I dropped out of school and I ended up like working at a bakery in Israel and that's kind of how it happened. That's awesome. So you, you don't have like, so you, or you do have formal training. You told me earlier, you do have formal training. Yeah, I went to culinary school after that, but I worked in a bakery in Israel and I worked at a coffee shop in Israel and then I, I worked and then I moved to, I came here. Now for someone trying to get into the business or listening that wants to start, what's the best piece of advice you can give to them that you kind of received that you think helped you? So I got fired once from a restaurant and I, I, I moved to Philly from, from Florida. Mm-hmm. Why Philly, by the way? I'm sorry. Cause it was like kind of on the way to New York. Okay. Uh, and I wanted to like work in a big city and, okay. and, and my, uh, and my girlfriend at the time, her brother, uh, lived in, lives in Philly. Oh, okay, so cool. we just ended up there. 
Um, and I've like fell in love with it. But I got fired from this job and it was like the hardest I'd ever worked. I thought I was like a badass. I thought I knew everything and I fired. I got fired and I was like, I begged the chef to hire me back at like a, a entry level position. Mm-hmm. And I did it. And it was like, you know, it. you have to be very humble, mm-hmm. obviously. And going back and begging for a job and all that was like no good but it was it was good actually it was the best thing ever because it kicked my ass and (laughs) and it it got me to where i needed to be you know um and six months after the second round i was basically like running the line you know that's awesome really big deal so i think that if you for me at least you know i mean there's a million different ways that you could go in this Mm -hmm. industry but for me you want to find the hardest place the place that you don't think you could even hang and you want to attack it and you want to try to crush it and when the nights that you are like in tears because of a performance that you've a shitty, yeah. excuse me a crappy performance in which you've had you those are those are like the learning moments you have to you have to have those and if you aren't challenged and if you aren't almost in tears every now and then then you're not um you're not in the right place yeah and who who in the food world do you kind of admire like who do you look up to is there one person specific? There's not one person. I mean, there's like a million people. I really think that um, I've had the opportunity to work with like two really important. Well, actually, shouldn't shouldn't even say that. When I first started working uh, down here and I started cooking, I was working for the big time restaurant group that owns like um, uh, like Rocco's Tacos mm-hmm. and and yeah. uh, uh, City Oyster, and I worked for three really awesome people. One guy's name was Mark Solansky. Uh, who I don't think he cooks anymore, but and a guy named John Hanley, and then Lisa Betsuma, who I believe is still like the corporate chef partner mm-hmm. owner, and um, she was just an amazing pastry chef, really really good. And I learned so much from them. And then I moved to Philly, and I worked for a guy named Terrence Fury, that was like an amazing mentor, really good friend. And then Mark Vetri, who was like kind of the last person I worked under. And my business partner has a very different story than I do, but I obviously look up to, you know, in a way, look up to him. That's awesome. Now, when you're, you're in Miami now for a couple of days, yep. where do you like to eat at? So it's hard, man, because there's so many good restaurants. Dude, there used to not be. I know there used to not. Now it's like nonstop. Now. Okay. So here are the places that we're going to definitely eat. We're definitely going to go to the sandwichery. Okay. Right. And like, uh, extra vinaigrette on the side, right? That's right. We're going to go to Ghee. Okay. Um, I have a hard time not going to any Michael Je- Michael Schwartz's restaurants. Mm-hmm. I love those. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to go to Upland down here, even though I've been to the one in New York, and it's amazing. It's amazing here. Um, I mean, Enriquetas. Enriquetas will crush. Um, <laughs> what else? We're on the beach. I like going to like the Matador Room. I think it's really good. Um, we ate a bazaar last time I was here, and I was like not expecting it to be amazing, and it was really really good. Um, oh, Alter. Really, I love Alter. Brad is such a sick cook, man. He's amazing. Like, he's the real thing. Yeah, he's he's so, the real deal. He is the real deal. Alter is awesome. More than likely, I will definitely eat those um, <laughs> at Panther Coffee. You know the ham and cheese croissants. Mm-hmm, Dude, so I will good. crush like seven of those. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's messed up, bro. I leave our donut shop, walk down the street, and I get a, a coffee from Panther, <laughs> and then eat a croissant, and then go back and eat donuts. It's kind of disgusting. It's like the perfect meal. Yeah, it's so good. So there's like, I don't know, man. There's like so many good restaurants. Now, do you see yourself opening and expanding Federal Donuts beyond what it is already? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that. For us down here, I think there's a lot of opportunity. I think that 
there's so many awesome neighborhoods mm -hmm. in Miami that that would be great, you know. So I think that we'll probably hit up a bunch of them. Do you have a favorite donut? Like personal favorite? Yeah. I'd, I'd, uh -huh. So I don't know, man. I think the hot fresh, like the hot cinnamon, is like it's kind of a hard thing to beat. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think that one's really good. The guava poppy, I think, is really good, and I feel like it's like an indicator. It's like a placeholder. It's like a my. It's like yeah. Miami. It can't. It can yeah. never go off the menu. I'll be yeah. very upset. Yeah, but I think those are probably my favorite. And how about uh, your favorite hummus? Um, honestly, whatever Chef Val makes is pretty sick, dude. You know, so I mean, the hummus tahino, just the plain, is like delicious, incredible. But, um, Val uh, is just an amazing chef. So, like, mm -hmm. I'd say whatever she makes is like fantastic. That's awesome. Well, yeah. Mike, thank you so much for dude, coming on so the show. Me, Tell man. people how they can the follow shop. you. Follow me on Instagram at Mike Solomonov. M-I-K-E-S-O-L-O-M-O-N-O-V is in victory. A big thank you to Mike Solomonov. If you're in Miami, listen to Miami area. Make sure you check out Federal Donuts and Dizenhoff in Wynwood if you're in Philly. They got Dizenhoff there. If you're in uh, New York, they got Dizenhoff there. Philly, you got the Federal Donuts thing everywhere. So check it out. I mean, just amazing, amazing stuff. So how about uh, we do a little food news? Now, Pepsi is celebrating the holidays with a new flavor, people. But there's, there's, there's a part to it that you're not going to be having about, but we'll get to it. Residents of Japan, that's the bad part, can look forward to a new cake-flavored soda titled Christmas Cola. Now, this new flavor comes packaged in holiday-themed bottle and is set to go on sale for a limited time only in Japan, on November 21st. So if you're listening to this in Japan right now or you are going to Japan, I would love to try this. So please figure out a way to make it happen for me, right? And uh, Nutella has quietly changed the recipe and people on the internet, they're freaking out. Now, Nutella has increased the sugar content to 56.3%, the skim milk powder to 8.7%, and the fat content has decreased to 30.9%. So... Basically, this means nothing to you. I'm just going to break it down. It means Nutella is a little more sugary and a little bit lighter in hue. So a little bit lighter in color. Now, the parent company maintains that the quality and all other aspects of Nutella will remain the same. Now, Wendy's is the next fast food restaurant to expand into the whole delivery game. Wendy's is expanding delivery to 48 markets and 2,500 locations by the end of this year. But they're doing it using DoorDash. So get ready some on-demand frosties now starbucks is launching an italian cafe chain here in the u.s the cafe is called princey now the eatery has more than 100 menu items including italian style pastries focaccia sandwiches salads and pizzas and all breads and baked items are made in-house in the centerpiece oven the first location opened last week at the Starbucks Reserve in Seattle. And Princey has locations already in Milan and London. And Starbucks says it has plans to open these standalone bakeries next year. I can tell you, I when I was in London a couple years ago, I ran into Princey just by accident. Absolutely amazing. Loved it. Changed my life. And I'm, I'm super excited that it's coming to the States. I know it's not going to be the same, same. But uh, happy to have it here uh, in the States. Hopefully we get some in Miami. Now, Hidden Valley Ranch is offering some holiday swag. Check this out. They're doing a mini keg full of ranch. Now, the keg holds a year's supply of ranch. It's five liters of dressing, and you can buy it right now for just 50 bucks at flavorgallery.com. I mean, let me just check. I checked last a uh, couple minutes ago. 
And uh, it's back order all the way till December 20th. So uh, make sure you order that right now if you want it for Christmas. And Halo Top is launching their first shop in L.A. Halo is opening their shop tomorrow on the second floor of the Westfield Topanga Mall in L.A. The shop will serve their classic pint flavors, but introduce new soft serve flavors, including chocolate, vanilla bean, strawberry, birthday cake, and peanut butter cup. You can even create your own ice cream sandwiches. God, I need to go. Um, big news. This is uh, Miami news here. So the Museum of Ice Cream is opening up a new location. And guess where they're opening it up? They're bringing the party down to Miami starting December 13th. It's time to get Instagram ready for pools filled with sprinkles, giant ice cream statues, and so much more. The Museum of Ice Cream Miami location will be located in the Faena District, and tickets will run you $38 per person and go on sale tomorrow. So um, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Shout out to Museum of Ice Cream. And Christina Tulsi's Milk Bar is ready to expand and expand fast. Milk Bar has raised its first round of venture capitalist funding, allowing it to expand into more cities. And uh, Milk Bar already has locations in New York, D.C., Toronto, and Vegas, and soon uh, opening up L.A. early next year. But the best news of them all, Milk Bar is opening up a location inside the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami within eight months, people. So, um... I am looking forward to that. Whatever event they got, I'm buying a ticket just to have some milk bar. Now, how about a word from some of our favorite sponsors, Martha Miami and the Yielding Seed. Now, if you're born and raised in Miami, just like me, then chances are you were raised on croquetas and drank cafe con leche before you could even walk, right? I mean, it's in our blood. Well, Martha Miami has everything you need to represent your Latin pride. Her designs will have you saying, that's Miami AF. If you're from Miami, you know exactly what that means. So make sure you check out Martha of Miami today at MarthaOfMiami.com or on Instagram at MarthaOfMiami. But first, let's have some cafecito. And I'm wearing some Martha of Miami right now, head to toe. I got the hat. I got the shirt. I even got the pin. And check this out. Here's what she did. Something special for our WTF Where's the Food listeners. Check this out. You can get 15% off your order right now using the coupon code WTF. TF. That's WTF. Get 15% off your order right now at MarthaOfMiami.com. They have some great gear. You're going to love it. If you're from Miami, you love Martha of Miami. And you love her gear. So make sure you check her out, MarthaOfMiami.com, or on Instagram, MarthaOfMiami. And, of course, 15% off right now. Use the coupon code WTF. Guys, so uh, there's this really amazing meal delivery service I need to tell you guys about, and it's called the Yielding Seed. I love the Yielding Seed. I use them daily, people. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, they do it all and do it all well. No need to go to the grocery store and buy ingredients to make your food. They bring the meals to you so you can spend more time doing the things you want to do and less time trying to meal plan. I can tell you personal experience, like I've been saying, I use them regularly. It's the best tasting meal delivery service in the Miami area. I juice with them. I eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner for them. I do it all. You can sign up for the traditional plan or the paleo plan. There's something for everyone, people. The Yielding Seed takes great pride in providing chef-prepared, freshly-made meals each and every day for each and every one of their clients. You want to have the Yielding Seed, so what are you waiting for? And sign up today at theyieldingseed.com. You'll thank me later. Take it from me. I love the Yielding Seed, so make sure you sign up right now at theyieldingseed.com. And now, like we do each and every week, it's time for the food part of the week. 
So all week I troll Instagram looking for that picture that really stood out. It made my mouth water. It is food porn to me. And this week it is a picture that my friend at Hungry Hugh posted. You can follow him now at Hungry Hugh. And he posted the so shellfish mac and cheese from Elbows Mac and Cheese in California. Now he just got this amazing cheese pull photo. It just made my mouth water. The so shellfish mac and cheese has lobster, asparagus, and it comes with Asiago and Parmesan. Holy crap. This thing is amazing. It's incredible. You got to see it. I just posted it on the Instagram for you at the foodie, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E. And of course, check out the So Shellfish Mac and Cheese from at Hungry Hugh. Make sure you follow him too. Um, and this week, starting something new, we're going to start doing cocktail of the week. So this week, we got a cocktail of the week, and it comes to us posted by Spirit in Miami. We love our friends over at Spirit in Miami, and they posted this cocktail from the Avery pop-up at Sweet Liberty in Miami that happened last week. It is called Monkey Tail. Now, the drink has a Venna, coffee, coconut, banana, daiquiri, and Flo de Caña 7 rum. The presentation is incredible. Nothing short of what you expect from the aviary. Now, the presentation is incredible. That's why it is this week's Cocktail of the Week. Check it out for yourself. I posted it up on the Instagram as well, at the foodie. And, of course, make sure to follow my friends at Spirited Miami. And that's it. That wraps up episode number nine. Thank you guys again for listening. Uh, thank you to my guest, Mike Salmanov, for coming on the show. I truly appreciate it. We have a great show for you next week. Episode number 10 is going to be Friendsgiving. Big, big show. That comes out next Tuesday morning. But again, thank you for listening to episode number nine. We'll see you guys next week. And of course, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at the Foodie, T H E F O O D E. And of course, we got an amazing blog, thefoodie.com, T H E F O O D E.com. And remember, each and every week when an episode goes up, I post an episode recap on thefoodie.com. It gives you links to buy tickets or events, all that stuff. Everything is on there for you food news, all that good stuff. Check it out, thefoodie.com. And of course, thank you for subscribing and downloading. We're available wherever you get your podcasts. And WTF Where's the Food is part of the Vibe Media Podcast Network. Again, my name is Nick. Thank you again for listening. I'll see you guys next week for episode 10 of WTF Where's the Food. And always remember to hashtag never stop eating. 